You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Coming up, Subversity with Dan Zhang. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the regents of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI. Uh, today we're going to be uh, talking about a student regent, a UC student regent who has come out uh, to the surprise of many people. And with us is the studio. In the studio is Jesse Chang, uh, back at UCI, back at KUCI. Uh, welcome, Jesse. Thanks. It's great to be here. Jesse, you surprised everybody. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was going down the steps and they said, oh, every, you know who Jesse Chang is? And everybody said, yeah. And then you spoke. Yeah. Um, that's actually, that's really strange, actually. Because um, I've. I've been out to a number of people, I think, in the campus community for a long time. I just don't, I mean, I, I know I don't make a big deal yeah, out of it, you yeah. know? Um, and uh, it's not part of my identity where a lot of my activism is focused on. Right. Um, a lot of it's, you know, Asian American, like a lot of reasons I've been here, Asian American access and affordability to higher education, a lot of stuff like that. Um, so maybe it's regrettable that I haven't uh, come out in this way sooner. But uh, yeah, I actually thought when I get, came up to give that speech, it was a, I thought it wasn't coming out at all. I thought it was something that uh, a lot of people had known, and that was something I was sharing. So it's it's oh it's kind of nice, you know. Yeah. Um, I never knew it would get this big. <laughs> Did you get um? Well, you, you got teary eyed and stuff. Yeah, Your voice was breaking. And um, yeah, when what happened when uh, you were a kid and you said you liked your best friend? Well, uh, uh, your, your home you call them homie. Yeah, yeah, homies. my best homie. Um. I forget. I was in. I think I was in Chicago still. Oh. Um. I was. I was raised in Little Italy, Chicago, for a while. Um. Were you a teenager then? Yeah, prepubescent teen. I was like twelve, thirteen. Right. Oh wow. Uh, I don't know if that counts as teenager. That. Yeah. Well. Thirteen is teenager. So thirteen is teenager. Prepubescent. So I was prepubescent, and oh, uh. That's interesting. Yeah. I had like I had a I had a well I think I had crushes before right it was a crazy year, um but I definitely had a crush on him you know and um. I would hug him a lot, and we'd say, "Oh, you know, it's like a homie hug and all these things," you know. So, it was, but it was like very, it was very, um, uh, I guess, apparent that like I had a, I had an attraction to him, you know. And so, uh, I didn't really tell him, right? But I did call him up, and I was like, "Oh, I like men," you know. Um, and I don't really think I don't know what I, I, I expected from that statement, right? Was he your age? Or? Yeah, he was my age. Oh. He was like we were all twelve. Like he was like a wow, classmate. Twelve. Of, you know um and i was like and it was interesting i think like reflecting back on it a lot of things are interesting one is that like i told him i'm not sure what i expected to come from that but you know i was young so whatever uh the second thing is like um he knew exactly what i was talking about and he knew the exact pre- exact prescribed solution right uh-huh. he's like oh you're gay oh well we can beat that out of you you know oh my gosh um was he asian or no 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 he was a. Uh, he was Latino. Uh. He was a light-skinned Latino guy. Uh. Um, it was, I was like, I, I think I, I might have been like the only one or two Asians in the school at that time. So, Was yeah. this in um, what part of Chicago? Oh, I was uh, raised in Little Italy, Ch- Chicago. So southeast side. Oh, yeah. Uh, near Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. um, my parents, uh, you know, who, who both are very highly educated, uh, were doing research assistantships to get by at uh, UIC, University of oh, Illinois, yeah, Chicago. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Did you go to that church downtown in Chicago or Chinatown? No. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was that church we're talking about. I, I There's remember only the one church. church. <laughs> I remember the church you're talking about. I remember the church you're talking about. I think we did, actually. We did. I did daycare at that church. I got daycare at that church. Wow. Yeah. They did really good social services. I, oh, you were when you were a kid? When I was a, when yeah. I was a child. Oh, so you were there yeah. a long time. Yeah, I was there oh. for a while. I lived in the 60s. Uh, oh, summer. Yeah. I worked in the post office. In Chicago, oh, really? Merchandise Mart, which is just crazy. They they have this chute that is I don't know sixty story eighty stories high and they just drop mail into the chute oh and wow. you had to pick it at the bottom and if it got stuck it's your fault I guess and then I would deliver mail and dogs would grab it and uh-huh. I, I would just stick it in the fence and not go into the door go to the door uh-huh. criticize and you have a crazy yeah. life yeah one time I wore a raincoat because it was raining and I wore shorts and they told me I couldn't do that. <laughs> like I was a flasher. They sent me home to get dressed. You can do both. <laughs> <laughs> that combination is not good. So she found it was a really wonderful experience. <laughs> yeah, for you and me both. <laughs> so d- did they actually beat you up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, when you're 12 and you hang out with that crowd, they don't play. Like, they want to beat you up. They'll beat you up. Like, <laughs> it's like they... Were you, I, were you bruised and stuff? Yeah, I was bruised. Um, well, I got bruised back a lot back then. Um, were you small? You're, you're pretty small. tall now. Yeah, which is surprising, right? I was small and I was fat. Yeah. I would look like a, a right. hobbit. Like a oh. hobbit. Oh, um, cute. <laughs> uh, I know, right? It's adorable. Uh, which I thought would work in my favor, but never did somehow. Um, they took advantage of it. Yeah. Well, I got I got bruised a lot. My fat protected me some. Um, uh, but yeah, I was I was I was a. Uh, I would come home bruised a lot, though. You know. What do your folks do? Different fights. I mean. We just treat. I mean, I came home boost a lot on a day, on a on a so they didn't know weekly it basis. So, yeah. so it's not not nothing new, you know. It's like <laughs> oh, you know, like oh, Jesse got Jesse got beat. And then this other thing is like my mom was always very proud that I was like very nonviolent. Like I always tried to be very nonviolent, right? So when people beat me up, I usually tried to just like talk them out of it. If it didn't happen, I would just kind of like let it happen and like you know, like they'd go away because it wasn't fun, you know. Um, I knew a guy that would uh, use a flute or a harmonica, and when they tried yelled things at him, he would just play music. That's so strange. And ignore them. Uh, <laughs> kind of zen way of dealing with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried to, I think I tried to achieve that. And never was it successful. It was never successful. I talked too much to, oh, to yeah, be zen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to talk a lot of smack, so. So were you, were you, did you try anything with them or no? Before you said you liked him? Oh, you mean sexually? No, I mean, I was so shy. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm so shy. I'm surprised that I have partners in college. On a yeah. daily basis, I'm surprised I have partners in college because I was, like, such a not, yeah, you know, sexual guy. And, like, I was such a loser. No one would touch me, to be honest. <laughs> For, from either side, which was even more, uh, even more, uh, um, you know, upsetting. So at that time, were you bi or were you... More gay then or what? Oh, I was, I was bi. To be honest, like, I think for a long time, I was more leaning towards f- females than mm. men. I think nowadays it's evened out. Although, mm. like, the last string has... Uh, not the last string. I don't want to objectify them, right? But, like, <laughs> the, the, the last couple of partners I've been with have been all female, right? Oh, Actually, yeah. in college, right? Which is part of the reason, I think, maybe it's a coming out process. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no, I guess, physical manifestation of, like, Bisexuality. Unless you go with me to Rage or Tiger Heat, then it yeah, becomes you very would, apparent. people would assume you were straight. Yeah, people would assume that I was straight, right? Because I I don't I don't talk about it very often, right? I do I I do activism around it, but like you could assume I'm standing in solidarity, right? Right, right. 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 Um, uh, LGBT Resource Center is a great place, right? Um, 
just one of the places I never really managed to find time to hang out in yeah. too much. Um, and like, yeah, like the yeah. only way you know, like some people know and they see me at, yeah, they see me know. at clubs and like yeah. places and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, oh, I'll dance okay. with him today, yeah. now. <laughs> but even hip guys would go there, right? I mean, even straight guys would go to gay clubs. Yeah, kind of. I mean, um, I guess I think I think it I think it depends. Yeah, I think some straight I don't know, guys. I haven't gone in years. Uh, <laughs> I, no I feel like you can tell. I feel like you can uh, tell oh, if yeah. someone's straight and they're at a gay club. Yeah. Um, I think they usually try and uh, they're trying to mack too much on the women there to make it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. To to make it like to make it clean, you know, and to like, make sure people don't misunderstand them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they become very self conscious. At it. I mean, yeah. there's exceptions, but like a lot of them become very self conscious. Right, you know, right. so you can tell. You know, how about when you date um, girlfriends? Do do they know or they don't care or or you don't tell them usually? Uh, crazy. Uh, I mean, it varies from partner to partner, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, last girlfriend was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm bisexual, right? Well, like we, she knew, right? And she's like, wait, but you're not anymore, right? <laughs> I was like, why would I? But I, why would I not be anymore? And she was like, well, because you're with me. That makes you straight. I was like, no, we we need to we need to have words. Like we need to talk. You know. So, do you think you intellectualize it too much? What LGBT sexuality? Yeah, sexuality. Oh, um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I intellectualize it. I intellectualize it. I mean, I'm in Asian American studies, right? <laughs> and so theory, there's a lot yeah, of practice. critical theory that goes behind that. Constantly, but then I intellectualize my API identity like way too much yeah. on a daily basis, anyways, right? This is a, a gay scholar. Uh, I don't. I think it was Thomas Amager. He's at UC Santa Cruz, I think. Yeah. And I read somewhere once that he wrote that uh, for some Latinos they uh, come out genitally but not cerebrally. <laughs> that they they may have sex but not identify as gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's. I think that's probably true of. I mean, this gay identity thing is a is a modern thing, right? yeah. American kind of Western thing, yeah. And so you you could grow up in Asia and get married and still have sex with guys, yeah. And you just don't have that necessarily have that identity, right? It's not a discordant kind of yeah uh, binary almost, or not even a binary, just like it's an identification. not that identity thing necessarily, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, I think it's it's clearer if you go to Asia. I mean, I know there's gay movement now in Asia and stuff, and people are developing the identity, yeah, but to me it's it's in some ways it's it's restricting in some sense because yeah. you could actually be more flexible if you didn't have the identity i, I know some people are going to crucify me for that but uh, <laughs> even though i'm known as a gay activist but um but i think you get a broader view when you go around right right well not to over intellectualize right yeah. but like i don't know i like tra- the idea of transcending the label it appeals to me right because uh uh i have sex with men it's not you know, like it shouldn't. I mean, I feel like at some point it shouldn't be that big of a deal that it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially because like, yeah, it just shouldn't be that big. I, I'm gonna get crucified too, and I'm not even like considered a gay activist yet. Uh, but like, um, are you afraid of being labeled or, or boxed in? No, no, I'm not at all. Um, I am kind of, I am kind of worried. Like, uh, like, 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 I came out right. It's not a, it's not a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think people think it's a big deal, right? But like, like, I don't want. To be upstaging no one who actually does work in the LGBT community, like good, right. solid, consistent work right. in the LGBT community, you know. I feel for me like I'm kind of like a like a gay activist flake, you know. Like I'm here, a lurker. Like I'm a lurker. <laughs> yes, I'm a lurker. <laughs> like oh, what, what are you standing there? Oh, I'm standing in solidarity. Oh, I'm just here, you know. Like, did you organize a protest? No, but I'm here. I'm holding a sign. Does that count? Like you know, like in the in the, in the old days, there used to be more suspicion of bisexuals that mm. you know that. 
you know, they just don't want to identify as gay, so they call themselves bisexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you saw that in the HuffPost article, like the Huffington Post article. The comments. There are a lot of comments. What comment uh, said? Oh, yeah, said you're pretending to be. Right. I mean, I hedged because I, I said oh, I was yeah. bisexual, um, and I'm probably, like, going to date a, a woman in three months, which, you know, I, you know, he's not entirely. I mean, <laughs> I think that I am bisexual. I'm pretty sure I'm not lying, right? But, like, I'm... I, I may be dating a woman in three months. I hope that doesn't speak badly upon my, you know, yeah. my identity. Um, but, I mean, like, he obviously interprets as is as that it does, right? And then the other one was, the other guy, the other person was like, well, you know, a lot of people um, identify as bisexual to prevent saying, like, full gay. And maybe he's just waiting to be, say he's a full gay, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's not necessarily true either. It, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, sometimes it depends on... I think if you're in high school, I think there's more pressure to conform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe you would say you're bi rather than you're gay. Yeah. Um, just as a security thing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Or, yeah. or I mean, I I think I swung, right? Like, so I would say that I was gay um, because saying bisexual was too complicated. Yeah. You know? It was, yeah. like, really complicated all of a sudden, especially with, like, like if you were dating a woman at that time. <laughs> She'd be like, "Well, what does that mean?" And be like, oh, yeah. oh, "I don't. I mean, it means what? I don't think it's that hard to understand." And other people would be like, "Oh, you you just want everyone, and you just want the whole sea, right. all the fish in the sea, you know?" Yeah, I like the word trisexual. Try trisexual. everything once. <laughs> I think I'm a trisexual. <laughs> <But no>. Wow. <laughs> Did you know I used to teach a sexuality class here? No, I didn't. I don't know a lot about well, things you, about you, Dan. You oh, live in yeah. Chicago. You 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 have you pop up in my academic books all the time. Yeah, I have the book here. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian Americans, the movement and the moment. Yeah, it's a great book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professor Fujita Roni made me read that book for research because I was doing independent study with her, and he just popped up, and I was like, "Is this the dancing? Like her dancing? Like like my librarian, the dancing? You know?" Uh, and it was it's like a twenty-page book uh, article, but I wrote it in one weekend. Really? You know, the editor said, you know, I'm always late with deadlines or, or try to, I don't do anything unless there's a deadline. Right, right, right. So finally, they said, yeah, it's coming out this weekend. Uh, I mean, you have to get it done this weekend. And so I did it. And luckily, I had my filing cabinet right there and I could find things. And you just pulled out all those photos? There's a lot of photos. Yeah. And they, uh, Mary uh, at the UCLA Center, she, um, she digitized everything and laid it out so well. Wow, yeah. There's poetry next to it and there's uh, buttons and other things. Angela Davis is in it. Uh, Audrey Lord is in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I met all. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's it's a long journey. I, yeah, yeah. One of the quotes in there actually was by Richard Fong, who's a, a filmmaker from uh, Toronto, originally from Trinidad, and mm-hmm. she, he said that uh, Asians are like the the delicacies on a, on a dish. Oh goodness, they're kind of off off the mainstream but that they have been exhausted exoticized yeah did you ever feel that or not exoticized oh yeah actually yeah it's strange (laughs) (laughs) um one of my first like uh gay hookups i don't know gay well one of my first hookups with men right at uci um he was like totally into the idea that i was asian you know and i was like really because there's thousands of us here you know What, what, what was he uh he was latino Oh. Um, but he was totally into the idea that I was oh. Asian, you know, and like uh, would talk about it and would call me names I wouldn't like to repeat on like on did radio. He, did he want you to speak Chinese or 
I'm trying Asian no, no, that was. Yeah. I think my body was enough. I'd like to think that my body was enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and and I couldn't speak. I don't speak any Chinese, as my Chinese professors can attest. I don't speak yeah. any Chinese. So um, uh, so yeah, that didn't really work out so well. But uh, it was really interesting. It was, I think it was my first experience where someone was like, "Oh, you're you're Asian. That's 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 hot." You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Really?" Because like, if you look around. There are a lot of us. Like, <laughs> it's, it seems like you're being objectified, I guess. And I think that's yeah. why some people don't like it. I mean, other people love it. Yeah. You know, there are some Asian friends of mine who love being um, pursued, I guess. Right, like that kind of role play in that yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think. well, I think I see a lot of people, you know, some of my friends are like really into the fact that they are Asian and yeah. people will chase them for being Asian. Other other friends will be like oh i only do white people or i only do yeah. black black yeah. men or something like that you know i don't i don't i don't really get it i don't get it yeah. right so <laughs> i don't know it's yeah it has maybe to, i'm less demanding maybe it goes back to your childhood or some your fantasies when you're growing up you yeah know? yeah maybe. And, I, I also, and it changes i think over the time you can have ethnic attractions that change over time yeah, yeah i had yeah. a good friend that only like white guys and yeah. then he's asian and he later on liked asians yeah, people could switch. You know, people could switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I do more by genres, not genres like they're, they're, it's music, but like, <laughs> but, but like there are subcultures, right? There are subcultures like there's this oh, like yeah, yeah, professional yeah, yeah. gay subculture that I find so fascinating, actually really attractive. Oh, like yeah. this professional, like oh, I'm a, I'm an investment broker and I'm gay and I dress in Armani suits, and I'm like, ooh, that's that's something else, you know? <laughs> you like Brooks Brothers shoes. Yeah, Jose Banks. <laughs> uniforms? Are you, do you have a uniform fetish? No, no. I have a suit fetish. Oh. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have a, I have a suit fetish. Um, I know. I have friends who tell me on chat that they want me to see me in a, in a, in a suit. And I almost never wear a suit. Yeah, I, I can't oh. see you in a suit. That's strange. I have. We had one once. Once we got a grant. I got a grant for the library to buy books from Japan Foundation. And they had me dressed up in a suit and... They also uh, whiten my teeth using wow. Photoshop. Oh wow. Like, oh, wow, I don't have to go to the dentist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. That's, that's an interesting depiction of reality. Right so I stood next to the anarchist uh, publications in the library <laughs> <laughs> for that picture. That's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> that was my political statement. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I like people that are activists more. Although I end up going with people who are, who don't do anything, not political at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like I, dem- I demand activism from my from my partners. You know. Yeah, I think I do for a long time. I think I probably have to. Uh, I don't know, but you know, it depends now because most people are into into shopping. I think most of the guys I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fashion, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or music or something. Yeah, 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 the latest, you know, and so. Yeah, I do uh, fashion. I do. I do shopping. No, not shopping, but fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, nice to look nice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, dude, all these guys who who do music, a lot of Filipino guys who do like, oh yeah, those like strumming guitar R and B hits. Kind of. No, not doing it. Not doing it for me, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? So you 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 mentioned in your coming out statement <laughs> last Wednesday mm. at this video for the Clementi case. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that. Um, you, um, um, what did you say? Um, you said that you had uh, gone to a parade. So mm. how many years ago was that? That was my freshman summer. Oh. Uh, yeah. I was interning at the San Francisco Mayor City Hall. Oh, yeah. And so I marched with Gavin. That's what oh, that yeah. was the, well, Newsom, I, I guess yeah. I Mayor Newsom, because yeah. uh, I want to be correct, right? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I marched with, it was, it was a blast. It was like, yeah. I think it was my first time, it was my first gay parade at oh, all. Oh, really? Overall, yeah. right? I just never found a reason to go. 
right? Or I, I mean, I was like just out of high school, so I never could go, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went. It was for a city hall event, right? So it was like sure. legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you draped yourself with a yeah, like a rainbow flag. flag. I thought I was super. I yeah. thought I was like a gay Superman, you know? <laughs> like I thought I was an LGBT Superman, you know? I saw some pictures on your Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You were great. talking to a kid, and somebody said, "Watch out!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you corrupting somebody? <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> I love children. I'm just saying hi. <laughs> I know they're just being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, that's my old roommate. He's like, I'd "Stop corrupting children." I was like, huh. "So, um, so was that the flag you stuck away, and your father mm-hmm. found later?" Yeah, my father just watched my back for a lot. You know, huh. my father's watched my back for a lot of this, you know. What do you mean watch? Watch my back. Like, he, like, like, would see things that are questionable or, like, whatever, oh. right? Stashed them away. Not because, I don't think because he was hiding anything from himself, but hiding things from, you know, larger family. You know? Oh, oh, oh. So my, my dad's watched my back for a lot, a lot of things in general, but especially this, you know. Watch your back. Oh, watch oh. my back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, never, doesn't, doesn't question, doesn't anything you know in particular so i mean but you told him that you like the colors Is no he told me he liked the colors oh i got it wrong yeah, 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 yeah no 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 well he was like he like gave it to me he was like oh i thought the colors were pretty or trying to trying to say why he what he told my mother you know like why he bought the flag why he oh so it. i totally i'm wrong i have to correct that oh that's <laughs> wrong yeah sorry. it's okay it's close and it's close enough so i mean like i you know i uh that's kind of like the ray of hope kind of deal right that's yeah. out there someone's always watching your back you know? Oh, so I, I'm really sorry for that interpretation. Oh, it's, yeah, it's totally fine. I didn't take notes when I was listening. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> I was just standing there. <laughs> I think a lot of people got it confused. So I was yeah. very articulate up there. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was in emotional. a strange place. Yeah, yeah, I was in an emotional yeah. place. So I was the most articulate person up there to begin with. Wow. Yeah. And so, how? What happened after? Did they support you eventually? Did they know that you were bi? Or you, they didn't know until recently, right? No, actually, my mom still doesn't know. You know. Like so, oh, he didn't tell her. Yeah, we no no one tells. You know, because my mom's very traditional. You know, uh-huh. um, and I guess like if she was to find out, like I want her to find out in this way. You know, like publicly as a statement. You know, and so I think I think my mom will know, right? Um, but I, I I can tell I I have this feeling that if I told her straight up, like I've had tried to have the conversation with her before, like yeah, hey, it's yeah. yeah, like like Prop Eight was a great conversation we had. It was like it was something like this. Hey, right. are you gonna vote for Prop Eight? Yes. Really? You, you know, you don't have to vote at all. I'm going to vote for Prop 8. But it's like a human rights issue, Mom. Like, you know, oh, yeah. she's like, it's wrong. I'm voting for Prop 8. Okay, Mom, that's, uh, okay. I, I disagree. She's like, you'll understand when you're older. I was like, no, I won't. <laughs> Is she a religious? Is she a religious? No, she's girl? not. She's not. Oh, that's interesting. She's not. Is I she, know the right-wing ch- churches have been really trying yeah. to cultivate the Chinese-American community. Yeah, the traditional community. Yeah. yeah, no, my mom's so progressive too on uh, other issues. You know, hmm. like um, she just is. I get a lot of my activism from her. You know, and her oh, sense yeah. of like social justice, yeah. her sense of what's right. So you're actually closer to her, though. Oh uh, yeah, I love. I'm totally. I'm totally my mother's child. Child. Yeah. You know, like we we spent the first eight years of my life with just me and her in the house. Oh, yeah. You know, because my dad was out working. You know, yeah. and so like. Um, or not out working, but like away from the house, mm-hmm. working in a different because you know research assistants mm-hmm. hard to come by. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, yeah, totally my mother's child. Uh, oh, wow. so it's gonna be it's gonna be a trip, right? When that conversation comes, and she has to face it because like I feel like she has to, now she has to face it. You know, um, you know I felt the same way when I came to America and then I did all this activism and then I figured oh, 
you know, I'm not going to tell my relatives who live here directly. Right. And they're going to find out. And, you know, like one of them saw me on CNN once. Yeah. So, oh, wow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, we thought we heard your voice. And, uh, you know, was that you? And what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, was, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other people saw me in the Chinese papers, you know, for yeah. years. So, yeah. So, so I think funny. that's a good way to come out kind of, you know, innocuously. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they have to deal with it. I, I don't have to confront it. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I mean, I came out to my parents by letter, which is kind of stupid. You, you shouldn't come out. You know, oh, sure. You I, should not, I should not text my mom to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it should be in person. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it in person, but if you have the opportunity. But I was living here, they were living there, and I just thought, you know. It was right to um, You know, they were coming to visit, and I should t- tell them it before they came. Yeah. And it was bad because they, they came and then. They wouldn't hug me. They just came to the airport. They just stood there looking at me like I was a stranger. Yeah, it was very, very, very uh, tense. Actually. Yeah, that's uh, so. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I, I think I would have done it differently. <laughs> but I was, you <laughs> I know, I was a graduate man. student, and so I just thought, wow, you know, <laughs> I have, I've lived by myself for a long time, and by that time, yeah, and I prepared for it. I, I didn't depend on them, and uh, I was on food stamps even at one point. Yeah. And so I knew that they would cut me off. Yeah. And they kind of did. Yeah. In some sense. But yeah. uh, my mother still came to stay with me uh, yeah. later. That's nice. And that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't hide any of my magazines. <laughs> uh, maybe she looked at them. The Advocate and uh, <laughs> no, Blade. No more. No more. More radical ones. More radical. <laughs> yeah. Fag, yeah. There was one called Fag Rag. And I oh. that. <laughs> it was a Boston paper. <laughs> uh, the Liberation paper. That's really funny. So anyway, I mean, you know, it's a, I mean, it's sometimes it's hard to, it's a different world to them. So I, I understand why they don't really accept it. You know, it's a totally different, but yeah. you know, this is what, 200 years now. And so, I mean, yeah, yeah, 2000 something. And so they should, you know, I mean, maybe yeah. you can't change everybody. Yeah. But there are, oh, I was going to get to why you came out. Are we talking to Jesse Chang on KUCI here, Subversity with Dan Sang, uh, uh, he came out um, officially on <laughs> on Wednesday at yeah. a video f- over the the spate of gay suicides in the U.S. There have been lots of people, in addition to the Rutgers, uh, Rutgers uh, freshman, who uh, ended up uh, killing himself. Yeah. And um, so you wanted to make a statement about that, uh, uh, to, yeah. to be solidarity and show how. Yeah, I mean, happened. it's 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 confluence of a lot, a lot of things, right? More personal than political. Strangely, I yeah, guess. yeah. Um, it, uh, the talk sound your talk sounded very personal, and not not a political speech to me. Yeah, well, I mean, um, huh? How is it? Well, um, the LGBT Resource Center, the director, came up to me and asked me if I would like to speak, right? And so I was like, yeah, I'd like to speak. I mean, sure, why not? You know. Um, and so usually I take these. This sounds horrible, but usually I take these speeches and I don't think twice about them. Like, don't think about them until the day of. And then think about what, I, what I, I'm going to say, you know, and, and they happen pretty rapidly nowadays. I mean, pr- pretty often these days. Sure, you know? yeah. So I kind of just think it. You're in demand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or something. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, not sexually. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean, because when I was very, I became very active and well known on campus. Then it was actually very hard to meet people because they were afraid to be seen with me. It's like a desert, yeah. Yeah, because I, I had this identity as a gay activist even in at Michigan. 
Yeah. And I couldn't get dates because people were just afraid to be seen with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's like being alone at the summit. Kind of like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's just me here. Oh, that's cool. I guess, I guess I'll go handle my business over there. Yeah. Uh, no, not like that. But um, <laughs> so I mean, he asked me, and I, I, I was like, yeah, I'd love to speak. You know, it's an important issue. Blah 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 blah. Like, you know, a lot of people have spoken on it already. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I agreed, understanding, thinking, understanding that's not a big deal. You know, um, because a lot of people, I mean. A lot of people have spoken on it already, you know. Like Obama just spoke on it, you know. Like, like. Oh, on that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just adding a voice to the to yeah. the millions, right? And so it's, it's it's worthwhile to always add a voice to the millions. So I was just gonna go up and do a speech, you know. So. Um, but you typed. When did you type it up? I don't type things up. I just, oh, I thought you typed it. Up. Oh no, I, I I wrote it out in my head. Um, you looked like you were reading something. Oh, that's just for just just for the act of it. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it's just for for people. I feel like. Um, you know, because when you're reading something, you have a reason to give pause, right? You're not like, people don't feel like, oh, he's just thinking it up on the spot. You have a reason to give a pause, you know? But really, I'm like, mm. I'm, I'm, flushing out, I'm flushing out the narrative in my head as I, as I continue wa- doing it. But usually I come into these speeches and I want to tell a particular narrative. I'm, yeah. um, I'm trained in cultural history, right? So a lot of my professors are cultural historians. So I think in narrative, right? This is how I view the world, right? So I was like, well, like what narrative do I want to tell, you know? Um, so this is a personal narrative. Yeah, political narrative just seemed kind of overmuch. You yeah, know, like it's kind of predictable. Yeah. A lot of people have done it, you yeah. know, and there's no need for me to do it because right. I'm not like a big sh- showman. And I mean, I'm not a big player in this cause, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm a UC regent, like, you know, we don't. <laughs> what do you, you know? I'm not gonna pass. I'm not gonna kill Prop Eight, you know. Um, so uh, I d- I did a personal narrative just to just to say something, you know. Um, it worked out well, so I'm glad. Yeah, you know, I was so gone moved. Very badly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, in terms of, I mean, do you, can you see things that you see could develop? Uh, I know the other student regent, the one before you, uh, Jesse Bernal, mm-hmm. uh, is head of uh, diversity now for UC, uh, interim director of diversity. Yeah, he's well, he's diversity yeah. coordinator. Coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> so does that deal with gay stuff too? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's always been big on the LGBT. I yeah. mean, like all of my. A lot of my LGBT politics in, as a student regent comes from him. Oh, right? yeah. So I'm, I'm really just carrying his work, you know? In, in your talk, you said you were going to try to come, come up with him at some point. He was already out, I guess. He was already out. He yeah. was already out. And he was just making a statement about it. So I actually, I did. Like, uh, I did. He was like, oh, as a blah, 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 as a queer yeah. Latino man. And I said as a queer Asian man, you know? Um, but I didn't say it as fluently, and I didn't make it a big point, you know? Oh, you said queer. I did say queer, right, you know? Um, but, I said bisexual. So, oh, you did say it. But yeah. The, the people, nobody picked up on it. No one picked up on it. Well, I said it very, I didn't make a big point out of it, you know. And before that, I, was, I had actually written out that speech, you oh. know, and uh, which usually does not bear good news. Um, this, this was at, where, where was this done? Regents meeting in oh, San yeah. Francisco, um, March. Oh. March Regents meeting, 2000. Oh. So yeah. nobody, no reporter that picked it up? Nope. Kind of disappointed. Not disappointed. Not like I expect media coverage. But I was like, really? We we have two queer student regions at the same time. This is miraculous. You know, like, how does this happen? This doesn't happen every day. You know? That's incredible. Um, So I got another thing wrong then in my little blog blog thing. Oh, I I said that you didn't want to come out with him then. Oh, I was very reluctant. I mean, I don't think that was wrong. I was very reluctant about it. You know, I was not. I mean, he was very fluid about it and very, you know, Uh, he's very articulate about his identity. Not so much on the my side, mm. you know. Um, so, 
yeah, just not so much on my side. So I mean, I I I did it in a very quiet, quiet, quiet way. You know what I'm saying? So soft spoken, soft spoken, which is strange for me at the Regents. Yeah, usually, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do you think all these rich people they do they care about sexuality or they don't want to deal with it or they think of it as just some student thing and they don't have to deal? Oh with no, it? I think they, I think they, they deal sympathize. With, they empathize. oh, they they definitely sympathize. Some of them empathize. Empathize is when you're actually one person too. Like you're you're. I mean, when they know you, yeah, yeah. Some of them are some of them are LGBT. Yeah, you know, um, I don't. So I, I think it's very. It's actually an issue that that resonates with them. Very much. Oh, so, good. Yeah, good. you know, um, and they've been really good about. I mean, I'll say this: like the the hate crimes, bad, right? Yeah. Um, but following the hate crimes, the number amount of resources they've started pouring into LGBT, mm. um, commendable. You across know, the, the system across the system. Oh, of course, I'd, and mostly very system wide efforts. I'd like to see. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's definitely ways to go, right? So there are definitely ways to go there. Right, but like they, I think they definitely care about the issue, and this is the issue that resonates with them. You know, this is not be a, great if yeah. you could fund. I mean, regions could fund uh, or advocate for funding research. Yeah, against you know gay research or gay studies research or yeah. fund research against homophobia. I know there are centers around. Yeah, at the UC at this yeah. point, I think UCLA has a big center. Yeah. yeah. Well, the regions try and stay away from like directing research funding. You know. Oh, because that's interfering with the that's interfering with the academic research. that's like academic I don't even know if that's academic standard. I guess that's just based up to I don't know what the power structure for that one looks like yeah. but I know regents we try and stay far I mean mm. the regents try and stay as far away from it as possible you know because I mean like it just looks bad you know um, so so yeah so I mean there's there's that I'm actually kind of comforted by that thought <laughs> yeah because in the past there were, you know you've had people trying to enforce certain ways of yeah, teaching or not right. teaching. Or yeah. thinking or, yeah, exactly, yeah, and yeah, research sure. would have kind of like, you know, because yeah, yeah. you, you never know what kind of region you might get. You might get a, you know, yeah, a Ward yeah. Connerly or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, and we could all, do, it would just all go bad then. So do you think that, given your experience, you you think this is going to affect your, your future prospects at all? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, this is kind of the, the bullet I take, right? I mean, so, I mean, a couple of things. So other regions should know. Right, because I've, yeah, I've already said it at the Regents yeah. meeting. So, I mean, all the Regents should know, so that's cool, right? Um, was I'm that pl- at a public meeting? Yeah, was that a public meeting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just for now, I was like, can I do it at a private meeting? And he was like, what the point is that? What's the point of doing it at a private meeting? I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. To say it? Oh. And he was like... Yeah, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, it's public meeting. Um, I'm applying to law schools. I don't know. Hopefully, oh, good. it won't help there. Uh uh, applying for Teach for America, so I, I hope I, I I hope it won't help up there. So I think I think I think future prospects, it's cool, right? Yeah. It's like yeah, asking I think like people are yeah. much more open now. Yeah, it's like asking like, do you think that it's going to hurt you that you talk about race so much, right? Like, right. well, it might, but that doesn't mean we'll stop talking about race. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's an important yeah. issue to be talked about. For sure, yeah, yeah. How so. about your fellow students? What do they think? I, think I mean, since since you're you're pu- more public. Oh. Than uh, Wednesday. Uh, the close friends know. The close friends are confused why it's such a big deal. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, my close friends don't even care or don't don't even know. They just stopped reading. For I mean, I think a couple of them ha- used to have Google alerts for my name on the news, and they just took them off because it just they stopped being it stopped being relevant. Like, oh, it's cool. Like, yeah, he got a quote in the Daily Brew, and no one cares. You know. Um, uh, some of my friends, I got a, well, Facebook's been pretty active, you know, so, yeah. um, uh, uh, congratulating me. Yeah, yeah. Supporting I didn't really, you. Yeah. 
so trying to support me. So I, I appreciate that. Um, I know one one activist said, "I love you," and he said, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, 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 radical activist." All these activists yeah. who have crushes on me or community. No, I'm just kidding. I wish, <laughs> I wish it ain't happening though. Um, but my friends have been pretty. My, fr- I mean, I have a good, cr- I have a good, I roll with a good crew. So support group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very supportive, very progressive, like very, yeah. very understanding. Student affairs at UCI, mm. you know, top notch. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. How about the? Um, I mean, if I guess, you know, I guess sometimes I wonder whether, you know, some if you go into a class to talk, but you're not going to go into it. I mean, your your purpose was to bring the point that you know bullying can have consequences. Yeah, right, and that there are gay people everywhere. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> more more to get there are gay people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, more that. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm not going to go. I mean, I don't know if I go into class. I don't know if I have anything to say. You know, so I was just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, an article, a news source at, reached out and was like, "Do you want to do a follow up piece yeah, on right. this?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what would I tell them? Like, what do I have to? Like, what do I like really? I mean, the day after I spoke, Obama spoke. And I felt like Obama spoke, you know? And I was pretty much it was like, oh, okay, well, we can all go home now, you know? Like, it was, I don't have anything to say past that one. Actually, in the Chinese paper, Chiaobao, uh, you were you were right next to, uh, right below Obama's picture. Yeah. Uh, your picture. <laughs> I'm going to tre- treasure that deep down inside. I'm going to yeah, treasure that. You get a printed copy, too. Yeah. That, up, yeah. that and I showed up on Angry Asian Man's blog, like you showed me right before oh, yeah. it. I've been fighting to get on Asia, Angry Asian Man's blog for like months, like years, <laughs> my whole entire college career. You know, like, oh, I can't believe I don't have an article on here yet. Like, Maybe really? it was too mainstream before. <laughs> I know, I know. I, was too, uh, I, just, I just moved radical yeah. enough to like <laughs> sneak it in. Although, I, you know, the other thing is I, I haven't heard any, you know, very much picked up from the gay press. And maybe it's, uh, you know, people come out all the time, right? Yeah, I guess people, so, are, yeah. Yeah. people are coming out left and right. Maybe I was a Republican and then I came out. Then it would be big news. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was a guy who was head of the National Republican Republican National Committee and right. he came out, right? Yeah, and then so it was big news. news. That's right. like hypocrisy and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, me coming out, not a big deal, I guess. Yeah, I mean, remember I was out for a long time and then I came to Orange County and they had this uh, coming out day every year or something. Yeah. And so they wanted me to speak there and I said, why? You know, <laughs> I've been out already. But coming out is a process. It's, it seems like it's, it never ends, actually. Yeah. Because you meet new people, you have new, you know, relatives don't know you, yeah. or other people don't know you, yeah. and all they assume things, and then you may have to come out. You know, new girlfriends don't know it, and so. Yeah. yeah. Someone told me that coming out is, uh, one of my best friends told me that coming out is, um, what is it, inevitable, not inevitable, like never-ending. Oh, yeah. Right? So coming out perpetual, is never, yeah. Perpetual. Yeah, yeah, coming out is perpetual, right? I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I did it once. I know. You know. Yeah. After this time, I'm not going to do it again. I feel like it was like <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> it's finally broadcast. Like it's done. You know. Yeah, I mean, you got all the way to China, and if you don't know now, you don't yeah. worth. You're not worth knowing. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, the, even the Communist Party paper, Da Gong Bao, uh, yeah, profiled you. Yeah, and. Uh, Mentioned your parents even what provinces you were from. Yeah, and <laughs> a, little, a little bit too close. I don't know what that means. That's a little scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're trying to get readers, I think. Yeah, <laughs> desperately. It's it's, um, it's the in thing to write about gay people, I guess. I'm part of tabloid journalism. Journalism now, like <laughs> yeah, party tabloidism. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, yeah. So, in terms of agendas, do you have any? Um, Policy. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to try to make policy. You make some <laughs> policy statements. 
about this? Do you? Huh? I mean, in terms, in terms of, of uh, I mean, what what do you want to do with your life, and uh, do you want to run for office, or you want to go, you want to go become a lawyer first, or what? Oh or no, I don't want to become school. a lawyer. Gosh, I still don't. My, I've sold out my soul enough. Um, <laughs> oh, you just want to study law? I want to study law. It's good to have. I think it's good to have a legal foundation. Um, I like to do public policy. I like to do institutional yeah. reform and systemic change. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, do the. You know, all these things. Um, and so uh, running for office, I guess, maybe. I, I try not to talk about running for office because I feel like it's sketch when people, like, are just, like, they talk about running for office before they know what region or what office or what region they're running yeah, for, yeah. you know. Um, but I'd like to make change. I'd like to work in public policy. I'd like to work in politics, you know. Um, yeah, it's all, the, all those things, you know. You know, I used to want to... Well, maybe I'll still do it, but I'm pretty old. But uh-huh. <laughs> I studied law because I wanted to be able to go into jails. Oh, for real? Because I did a lot of, uh, in 90s, I started a group here to fight police abuse. Yeah. And so we, you know, we, we would go to jail, but we would talk through the intercom. Right, right, right. Talk, the glass. Like we were talking now, but there was glass yeah. in front of us. And uh, interview people and then, uh, you know, look into their cases and stuff. Yeah. But if you're a lawyer, you could actually go in and, you know, do more, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I thought think, yeah. that was a good thing. But, you know, there was another Asian American who, who a student here who wanted, who said, oh, let's go, all go to law school together. You know, both go to law school. But we didn't. <laughs> and he's now a professor. Uh, oh, so. okay. So neither <laughs> of you went to law school. <laughs> well, and that's comforting. Yeah, neither of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. But maybe you don't need to go to law school to do some of this stuff. You know, you know I don't think you do. No. You know, I don't. So I think I think it's been reminded to me again and again that you don't need to go to law school to do these kind no. of things. And I did go to. I did paths. take classes at Michigan Law School. Did when you? you're a graduate student, yeah, at Michigan you can actually take any classes anywhere in the system. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I sat in, and the first day I went in. They said, what are you doing here? Who are you? <laughs> because they, the class had started already a week, and I didn't know. No. <laughs> law school started early. And they had assigned seats. I had yeah. no idea. You know, I just sat down where I, you know, where what I you down. want to do. <laughs> yeah. And he said, what are you doing? Who are you? <laughs> so, it was kind of scary. so the professor can call you out in, in, in Socrates fashion. Yeah. 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 So it was, I mean, he wanted to know who I was first. Yeah. Right. And then when you take the exam, it's, it's actually a printed book. They actually printed the book. Really? And I had to defend the, the, uh, the banks in America that were being nationalized by Castro. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to defend the banks. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so that was a tough uh, final exam uh-huh. for international law. Uh-huh. So, but, you know, international law is conservative, right? I mean, it favors the, the victors right. of wars, I guess. Right, the, it favors the center. The, the capitalists, I guess. Right. The and global so, north. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah so, that, that, so that was my introduction to international law. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And I also took a class from um, exile from um, the former... Um, former ex- uh, the exile from Taiwan who was smuggled out by the CIA into yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Uh, Michigan had a lot of exiles. They had Brodsky, the poet. Yeah. And yeah. they had uh, uh, Papandreou from Greece. Uh-huh. And so the, he was in my department. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, he was the, he became the prime minister of, of Greece. And they were all like dissidents. And uh, and also this guy, Pang Mingmin, who was Taiwan independence guy. Oh. And I took his class and I sat in and, you know, he didn't know who I was. Because I just audited it. I'm sure he thought <laughs> I was a Kuomintang spy, you know. And so <laughs> All bad then. <laughs> so so I, I've done some of that interesting stuff, you know, sitting in on people's classes that are important people, but they had no idea who I was. <laughs> so that was fun. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so much fun. So it's fun, actually, to go to school, to, you know, be exposed to a different... You know, 
yeah. other things you know beyond what you got here. Yeah, I'm kind of looking for the intellectual challenge. I mean, there's a lot to explore. I feel like I don't do a lot of intellectual stuff or academic work. Um, and my professors call me out on this all the time because, you know, I'm doing the student region thing or the activism thing. And yeah. sometimes academics fall right. not as high as they should be. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have to delay your graduation? No. Well, I already have. I'm a fifth year, right? So I could have graduated fourth year, but I delayed fifth year because I have to spend two years as student region. Two years. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah two year. Yeah. Designate and then. The there's then and then there's the real the real term. So I already have delayed it once. But School of Humanities told me that um, <laughs> if I don't get out by spring quarter, they're going to kick me out. You know? So <laughs> kick out the student regent. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting a yeah. student regent kicked out. Yeah, right. Yeah. That that's press. That's yeah. press. Yeah. I'll get, get more publicity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> finally, the blade will cover me, kind of deal. You can sue them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about the. Uh, the commission on the future, they came out with a draft. Right. And you're on that commission, right? Yes, sir. And they're going to... What do you think of this idea of uh, getting more people as outside, out-of-state students than in-state? Isn't that going to really eviscerate the master plan for education? Yeah. I think it's a really tough... I think it's a really tough path going forward, right? And, um... Well, there's a couple of things. There's a really tough path, path going forward. I should say that I do support... Right? Like having the concept of having some out-of-state students on your campus. Mm. Right? It's good for a lot of reasons. Right? Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're recruiting brain... You're like you're brain trusting into California. I don't know if that's a good... That sounds like <laughs> poaching. But like... <laughs> but no, you're drawing people into California. Yeah. You're, you, you know, you get a good de- geographic mix. diversity. Yeah. It's a good mix. Right? Like a lot of different things. Right? Um, but they just want people for their money. But if you want people for your money, I think you have to draw a clear line. And I think the first line that you have to draw is like, how are you, how are you sure... That you're not denying California residents, yeah. right, their right to this institution through their taxpayer money, yeah. right? They've gained, they've gained, they've gained. They, well, they have the right to this institution first, and part of part of that reason is the residents and their taxpayers, you know. Um, and so they they have entrance to the. I would argue they have entrance to this university. Um, and I understand there's a way to take a, all of them who who are eligible and still have some room for out of state. Because right. they're, they're saying they spread it throughout the system. Right. So you don't you can't go to UC Berkeley or UCLA, but you can come to Irvine or some other school. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, what oh, the recommendation yeah, says yeah. is like um, 10% across the system wide, oh. right? So you could have 0% at Riverside and then 15% at UCLA. Oh, I see. And still be 10% system wide. Oh. You know? So, but I mean... I not think, at each school. Not right. at each school. So I think it's, again, it's another thing that campuses have to look, yeah. look at one by one. I think the other thing is like, uh, does that revenue... For that money, and this is like a more a more of a bureaucratic thing, but like, does that revenue from those out of state students do they stay on the campus, or do they are they going to stay on the campus, or are they going to go back to the system and get distributed out equally? Oh, I see. What you mean? Right? Because is UCLA going to get more money now because they have fifteen percent more on out of state students because they're 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 quote unquote higher ranked, right, or something like yeah, that? Yeah. You know, um, quote unquote is the first time I ever used that phrase. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and so that that those kind of things worry me with that kind of proposal, right? And I think, so I think there's a there's a room and there's a role and there's all those things for out of state students, right? But we have to be cautious, right, when we're looking at that kind of model. How about the three year thing? They want people to finish in three years. Yeah. How is that going to save money? Oh, uh, it's not. Three year thing is not so much saving money as three year thing is um, getting more students through the system, right? So like putting out more graduates, right? So so oh, trying oh. to move more students through. I'm actually, you know, I, I'm going to get chastised for this, but like, or uh, crucified for this, right? Chastised. Um, I'm not against that proposal. One, because it's optional. 
highly optional. Two, it only works if you have a lot of AP units. Mm. You know, so it's not saying that if you if I come in. So one, if I come in with so like, it's not lowering the standard or quality, I suppose. No, 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 it's totally voluntary. So first thing is like, if you come in and you only you have like two AP classes on your credits, yeah. right? You're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to do the third three year graduation, even if you wanted to. Oh, because it's not gonna work. Like it's just not gonna work. For you don't you. have enough credits. You don't have enough credits. We don't want to put that kind of strain on you. The work yeah. study requirements, all those things. So it's not going to work, right? Yeah. The yeah. second thing is like if you come in with like 30 AP units um, and you want to take the the three-year plan, like you can, but it's still optional, right? Yeah. Like we're going to offer it to you, but you don't have to take it. You're not committed to it. You know, I think that's an important distinction. So for people who want to take it, I think it's good, right? Yeah. For multiple reasons. One, you're guaranteed those classes, which is not something students can say right now. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know? So like you're guaranteed those classes. So I think it, it forces... Um, the university to provide those class resources that students need, mm. right? You guarantee those classes, you guarantee that consultation, that academic uh, consultation and counseling, right? And you get out in three years, you only had to pay for three years of school, right? And you make room for more students, right? Mm. And as long as it's voluntary, it's great. If it stops being voluntary, then we should talk, right? But yeah. it's voluntary, so it's fine. And some some majors on this campus can do it. Some majors on this campus, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are short enough to do it, so... Yeah. I was disappointed never mentioned it. There was one one word, um, libraries was mentioned once in the whole thing. And yeah. it was in context of uh, being more efficient, cutting back on administrative, administrative costs yeah, and yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. Yeah. But never about the research value uh, towards helping research and right. building collections or anything like that. Yeah. It seems like it's just one of another unit like uh, facilities. Right, like academic support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put it on the same paragraph. And said it's just you know be more efficient and cut back on costs and yeah and really have a vision for the future of a library. I mean, yeah, I think I think so. I think a couple of things. Commission on the future had a lot of recommendations. They you pick and choose which one. Like for instance, there's a I was really disappointed. There's a recommendation on undocumented student institutional aid. Oh, that didn't get to the draft report. That Not even in the, the contingency. Report. Portion. Not even the well. I think maybe it's in the contingency. No, it's not yeah, contingency, yeah, but yeah. like the issues we talked about, but oh, never put on oh, the yeah, report. Yeah, not a recommendation. Right. Yeah. It's not a recommendation. I wanted that on the recommendation, sure. and that's something. That's a vision that was already written out. You know, um, so it's kind of like, well, you know, well, that's something that students really care about. So, like, you know, um, I th- I think what I'm so so I think on this draft report they pick they pick and choose. Right. It doesn't mean that it's dead in the water. And it doesn't mean. I mean, I'm hoping that undocumented student financial aid is not dead in the water. Right, I don't think that it's not saying there's a vision for libraries. It's just not in the commission on the future. Can you put um, like the undocumented thing back in when the, you guys discuss it next month? Um, oh, you. Well, it was brought Norwegians. up. It was oh. brought up, right? It is, I, I, I don't. You can't think, really add. Yeah, I don't uh, think if they want they people felt like this was the document to do it in because this is a very budget oriented document. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. Yeah, and so that one's a really I would, I would label I would address that as a social issue. Right, yeah. Like, like access and affordability is uh, as a, as a social issue, not as like dealing with the hard money cash. Yeah. Of, um. So, but we're going to address it in a Regents meeting before the end of the year. Right. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sure we address it in a Regents meeting before oh, the yeah. end of the year. So this this draft report is going to be discussed November 16th to 18th. Yep. And uh, probably where's that meeting? UC San Francisco. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All of them are at UC San Francisco this year. Oh, so, oh yeah. So fewer <laughs> protesters, I guess. Yeah, no, no, no venturing out to UCLA anymore, I guess. <laughs> you know, oh, it's expensive too. Like that kind of damage is expensive to clean up too. So, well, they have to pay all the cops from Irvine that went there. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> UCI cop. I was walking around. I was like, "Oh, officer." Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Is that your campus? <laughs> yeah. Did there was there any investigation on the beating up of the students there? Uh, to be honest, I didn't follow. Yeah. I mean, I know there was some investigation at Berkeley, some investigation right. at UCLA about officer conduct. Yeah, but I didn't follow yeah, through yeah, on that happened. where that went. You know, because the Chinese papers actually talking about the coverage. Uh, they were showing poli- uh, the police holding rifles or whatever. Yeah, aimed at. Uh, yeah, those uh, those gu- those uh, yeah. beanbag guns or something. I don't know. I don't like, know what whatever those are. Yeah, are. they could have been even real bullet guns, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. it looks yeah. scary. It, it was scary. Cover, yeah, that was on the cover. The whole of the thing Chinese was paper. that's really funny. That's yeah. actually really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, do you hear from constituents at all? Um, like students, students. Yeah, like every day. Uh, students. Yeah, I mean on this campus too, but also like the blog gets around. Uh, all right, a hundred, hundred fifty hits a day. Um, your blog. Yeah, uh, yeah, the ucregentlive.wordpress.com. Not to yeah. plug on your on your show, but uh, um, <laughs> t- we got I get a lot of twitters. I get yeah, a lot of yeah. I get a lot of I get a lot of call, call outs on direct message twitters. You know, yeah. people are like, I can't believe you said that, or or what do you have have you thought about this, or like blah blah blah. blah you know, yeah. um, my email blows up on a daily basis, and my Facebook has become very accessible apparently. So yeah. I get a lot on Facebook. So I, I get hit with three or four, five. Sometimes on bad days, like twenty requests yeah. a day. Wow. Um, I'm all trying to juggle and like process in my mind. Do you know time management? How do you deal with it? I don't know time management, uh, okay. so I I don't deal with it. No, uh, I try my best. We'll see. Try not to let my professors down. Yeah, I mean we'll it's a, it's a amazing. It's it's just you have to try to. I mean it's just impossible. So you put some priorities, obviously, on some things you have to get done. Yeah, I put. I mean, I put life priorities, like law school apps. That's a future thing, right? So I, that needs to be a priority right now, right. for for a month. Um, Where would you want to go? To the East Coast, somewhere <laughs> nice and <laughs> urban. Yeah, point. yeah. I kind of need. To, I kind of need to uh, not disappear, but I kind of need to go out to a different environment for a while. Yeah, you know, and chill out. To different. Yeah, although Berkeley sounds very nice. In case anyone from Berkeley is listening, Berkeley and UCLA sound very nice, but. East Coast would be nice too, you know. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're, our time is up. Actually, I have to um, cut it. It's yeah. almost it's almost six. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. We've been talking to student regent uh, Jesse Chang, who uh, came out, um, kind of <laughs> one of many times. <laughs> officially, I like the word officially. officially. I came officially. out officially. That's true. I can't. I wasn't really official. I wasn't really big about it before. So yeah. it's official. So that's great. Yeah, it's yeah. good to come out. I yeah, think more people should come out. Yeah. But we shouldn't out people, I suppose. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're a hypocrite. Maybe. <laughs> uh, the, the RNC sure. people. <laughs> yeah. So this is Dan Sung signing off for Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Um, let's play a song from, um, what is this? Uh, Pansy Division.